Goff's three minutes. Your story. Cause knowledge is. Today's podcast is brought to you by the letter V. So I'm finishing up this book called Last Hope Island by Lynn Olson. And I kind of wanted to do a book review, but my students told me that that was a terrible idea. They didn't want to listen to a book review. So I'm just going to share one story uh, from a chapter in the book. And if it sounds interesting to you, uh, come back and check it out. The book is basically about how all of Europe comes to unite under um, Hitler's tyrannical oppression. It causes the rest of Europe to band together like we've never seen before and how um, the island they're speaking of is obviously Britain and how everyone's holed up there and just trying to fight back against Hitler's uh, invasion. And so the book's fascinating for several reasons. One, um, it's a very European perspective. Like Growing up in America, we always view like USA, we're the heroes. We always come to save the day. And while that might be true, this is a very European perspective that shows what the Europeans were doing in the war that sometimes we kind of just glance over in our historical efforts here. It's also fascinating because it's, cr- it's very critical of people who deserve uh, criticism. Again, we don't like to criticize our heroes, especially from back then because we defeated Hitler. But in several instances, Churchill, FDR are, are included in being called out for some of the mistakes they, they made that should have been differently. So it's a pretty fascinating look at that. But tonight, um, what I want to share with you is uh, the V campaign. So let me set the stage. By the fall of 1940, France has been lost to the Nazis. They've been crushed by the the blitzkrieg sweeping across Europe. In an effort to kind of help people uh, maintain some sort of hope, Radio BBC from London broadcasts a nightly broadcast across Europe. Uh, Since most of the Europe's occupied occupied Europe's leaders have been evacuated to Britain, um, we let them have five minutes each night to talk to their countries and broadcast. Now, the Nazis have prohibited radios across Europe, so this is one of those things, very contraband, but people hide them, and every night they, they huddle around a tiny radio to listen to what their country might have to say for five minutes. And this is where the V campaign is born. It's spearheaded by Victor de Lavalle, who is BBC Belgium's organizer, and he calls for Belgians to stop stop accepting the German rule and start to shirk it and unite as Belgians. And one of the ways he did this was, he said, I want you to graffiti V's all over Belgium as a way to unite and inspire each other. Now he chose V for several reasons. One, it's the first letter of the French word victoire for victory, the Flemish for vrijheid, which means freedom, and then of course the English word for victory. Soon V's have been plastered all over every surface in Belgium, and then it quickly spreads into France. Soon, all of Europe covered in these V's, and it's such a simple uh, symbol, a simple way you can walk by and scratch with a piece of chalk a V, and yet it was their way of kind of maintaining some hope and dignity that we're not just collaborating, we're not just giving up. And even in the French Alps, uh, a witness says it was covered in an avalanche of V's. By 1941, it's everywhere. And even there's several Nazis who talk about how they, um, it was so unnerving because this was a sign of resistance. And when you're surrounded by this, that means there's resistance everywhere, and it got them very paranoid. Somebody even came up and realized that the, in Morse code, V is dot, 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 dash, which is the first four notes of Beethoven's fifth, that dun, 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 dun. So soon, everyone now is singing Beethoven's fifth. They're humming it in the streets. Trains are blasting it on their whistles. 
It's clapped at school. Teachers have their students clap it at school. British bombers are flashing V and Morse code as they fly over Europe at night. Um, and it's really the first full gesture that unites the Europeans in this movement of resistance. Um, Churchill loves it so much that he famously, every, every picture you see of Winston Churchill in World War II, he's throwing up the, the peace sign, we say, but it's really the V for victory. And he takes and uses that till his death. And he says, it's a symbol of unconquerable will of people of occupied territories and a portent of fate awaiting the Nazi tyranny. Now, it's really hard to quantify hope. But it was such a strong movement and the first time the people of Europe, after the shock of Hitler invading, were able to say, hold up, we're, we're together in this, let's make something happen. It's very reminiscent to me of, uh, if you've seen Nolan's The Dark Knight Rises, where Gotham is under siege from Bane and people start scratching the bat symbol all over as kind of a way of saying, hey, we don't like this, we can't do much about it right now, but we've still got some hope. And so, if you like this story, it's very interesting, check out Last Hope Island. It is uh, available at the Woodyard Memorial Library here in Elizabeth. I want to shout out to them for letting me keep this book for like six months now as I've poured through it. Every chapter is excellent, and um, I hope you enjoyed this today. And that is the V campaign from World War II. Class dismissed. This podcast written, produced, and narrated by Isaac Goff in wild, wonderful Ward County, West Virginia. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs>